Hey, everybody. I am Justin Shelley, CEO of Master Computing. And I'm Joe Milo, CIO of Master Computing. Welcome to episode 16 of Stupid or Irresponsible. Joe, we uh, have gotten in the habit of talking about the most interesting thing that's happened to us this week. What do you got for oh, us? Oh, man, I got a zinger for you. Do you? Good. Let good, me preface good. this with... I acknowledge that 18-year-old Joe would be kicking my ass right now. <laughs> I bought a rug about a month and a half ago, and it showed up, and I can't tell you how excited I was to see it finally arrive. Wow. The anticipation of a rug. You've turned interior decorator. It is disgusting. <laughs> it is terrible inside. I am kicking my own self, but I can't imagine what 18-year-old Joe was thinking. Um yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was meaning eighteen-year-old Joe's not impressed with. Uh, he is not impressed with fifty-two-year-old Joe. No, exactly. Seventy-two-year-old, yeah. whatever, however yeah, old yeah, this yeah. makes you. <laughs> Jeez. Well, congratulations on your well, rug, thank Joe. Thank you, man. I can't tell you how excited. I'd I love am. to come over and see your new rug. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what you got. Huh? Yeah, that's what I got. Your most interesting, yeah. most exciting thing was a rug. All right, yeah. way bravo. Um, <laughs> so for me, my most interesting thing that's happened to me today is. I'm freaking beat, man. This is my third podcast recording today. Uh, Two of them I knew about. The third one was more of a surprise. I mean, I knew I was going to. I just didn't think it was going to be an actual recording. I thought it was kind of a prep meeting. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're rolling. Let's go. Oh, damn it. Okay. The age old pop uh, Uh, podcast. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. No, I love it. Um, But. It's exhausting. So hopefully I can keep the energy up and get through one more before I head home, head off uh, to the great state of Tennessee because my nephew's getting married on Saturday. So we got a wedding in the family coming up. Should be a good time. All right. On that note, Joe, why do we call it stupid or irresponsible? It's so, uh, I mean, just mean and playground <laughs> bully style, like calling people names. Um I like it. Uh, I mean, we we branched on it enough that everybody wants to talk. They've got their mitts on. They, you know, you should probably do this. You should probably take care of this. And unfortunately, that always goes to the back burner. And yeah, in the end, uh, people just end up. Be, they need they need uh, some hard truth. They need some yeah some levity in their life. They need to get a little scared. They need to understand how important this stuff is. Yep. Um, you need to be no. You need to know that you're being stupid. Uh, you need to be called stupid. You need to understand that these are uh, real risk with gigantic, uh, uh, I guess, risks involved. Um, well, your livelihood. <laughs> I mean, it's not. And not I, just your own, but everyone around you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I've probably said it before, but the example, I stood in front face to face with a doctor who looked me in the eye and said he didn't care about security. <laughs> and, and it wasn't even about the money. It's just like, I, I don't care. Right. I don't care. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> that, folks, is stupid. So that's why we call it stupid or irresponsible. Uh, we are going to point out the stupid things that people do, the irresponsible things that people do. And really, we're here to give you answers. We're here to counter that. We're here to give you resources so that we don't have to be stupid, so that we don't have to suffer these consequences that could end your business. So on that note, Joe, do we have any updates, any stupid updates since we've last met? Uh, yeah, I did want to mention... Um 
we've been talking a lot about the spoofing campaigns. That's when people send you an email. Um, click this link to, we've got a document for you. Yeah. Hey, can you check my resume? Hey, here's this invoice, and it's just got an invoice number. You click on it, and it takes you to a fake landing page for maybe Microsoft Windows. Yeah. Hey, you got to sign into Microsoft your Office. email yeah. account exactly. or whatever. Join, yeah, log into your OneDrive, and you can access right. this file. Uh, the big one right now around the Christmas time, apparently it's happening, are gift cards, specifically Target gift cards. Uh, you might get an email that says, hey, you've, you know, you've got $14.06 remaining on your gift card. Uh, click this link and uh, you get double. Or it just says, oh, really? check, you, you, you're, check it's your about balance. to expire, check your balance and it'll refresh for another year. Uh, uh, especially around Christmas, people are logging in, they punch in their little code. Maybe it's a $20 card, maybe it's 100 uh, but it's just a, ca- a scam campaign. As soon as they got that number, they're going in, they're pulling <laughs> the money out. Stealing your gift they're cards? They're stealing gift cards. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, there is no no bottom barrel uh, of these right, guys. Right, because, I mean, wow. <laughs> that's new. I had to actually not yeah, heard of actually, that. Yeah, so apparently that's a huge spike in just, uh, this December specifically uh, and leading into, like, from Thanksgiving. There so was, I'm screwed now. I, you're telling me that my gift card that I uh, logged into last night, it's now empty? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I do have a nice Xbox at the house now. <laughs> well, I mean, interestingly enough, I, I mean, it's from a a colleague, shall we say, sent me a gift card last night. So now I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't know if I want to click the link. <laughs> well, here's another good uh, good tip for you. Uh, type it in the browser yourself, especially when people, when you get something in an email unsolicited, click this link. Yeah, don't ever yeah. click that link. Well, you know, you're right. Absolutely. In th- <laughs> this case, I got a message from him that it was coming. Yeah. Uh, to the exact same. St- I mean, so, but here again, it could be that somebody had hacked his account yeah. and sent or me that message. Or is spoofing from that account. Right. I mean, there's yeah, so there's, many, so many uh, angles yeah. they can do on so, this stuff. Still, be careful. Check be the careful. back of that card. It might say target.com slash gift card. Type that into your browser. Don't right. just like answer an email and click a link. Right, right. Unless you really don't want that 20 bucks. Well, but see, this was a digital gift card. That's what I'm saying. It came through email. Yeah, well, homedepot.com slash gift card. They all have their own landing yeah, pages. It, Type it in the browser. It, it's it's a valid hard. point. I'm going to check on this. This is a, it, it's a restaurant and it's a like a mom and pop kind of place. I guarantee they've got a. Well, they've clearly got they've got something because yeah. they you can't give away gift card. You no, can't have not. gift cards without some sort of a back end service. Unfortunately you know. for this, most of the cases they make it an easy URL for you. It's not going to be like slash this slash that slash this slash that right. XYZ D with all the tracking y. codes and right. nonsense. You don't need to punch all that in. All right. Well, I'm glad we had this talk. (laughs) (laughs) Just saved you dinner, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, good. Good update. Let's uh, let's get right down to business, shall we? Yeah. Let's talk about the uh, yeah the 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 tip of the day. You've been hacked. What's the first thing you should do? Justin, uh, what was what would be the first thing you would do? Kiss Let's your ass goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we kind of teased this last week. I, it, yes, there are things that need to be done. There are protocols to be followed, um, but for the love of all things holy, we want to prevent this from ever happening. Absolutely, yeah, and that's the name of the game. You want to prevent it. You want to put all the impediments for these guys. Um, and today's podcast is is more about not the mitigation, but okay, now you've been breached. Yeah, what because it's not a hundred percent. You know, exactly. uh, we we talk statistics. Ninety seven percent is the number that seems to hold true for preventable. Yeah. Of the attacks out there, ninety seven percent of them are preventable. Um, there are some that just no matter how hard you try, if somebody, for example, if somebody wants to break into your car, no matter what you do to that car, if they want it bad enough, they're getting in. 
Spoiler for a headline later, even the unhackable can be hacked. Yeah, right, right. We'll right. about that here. Right. Yes, we are. Okay. All right, so Joe, what's our tip for the week? All right, so you've been hacked. What's the first thing you do? Well, step one, let someone know. Let your IT team, your security, whoever takes care of your network infrastructure, if you don't have somebody like that, find someone immediately, let them know. You need to let these people know. The number one cause of these things going on longer and costing much more is not alerting the alerting people that should that can take necessary actions uh, before it just spreads and causes all kinds of crazy. Yeah, well, let me tell you exactly why people are afraid to do that. Because we have built a culture of fear and shame around cybersecurity. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, when we were doing this traveling circuit of seminars, cybersecurity seminars, year ago, year and a half ago. Uh, One of the ones I talked about frequently was the employee of the city of Fort Worth who did find a a security glitch, Uh brought it to his superiors. It ended in him getting terminated. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm not shocked. And I'm not, you know, we're not going to dig into the details of it. It's an older story and maybe it's been updated and resolved. I don't know. But I mean, it ended up in him losing his job and lawsuits and and all he did, at least according to the article that I read, was uh, there's always two stories. But, you know, according to the news article and there's never fake news, (laughs) um, he he just he had the answer. He had identified the problem, brought it to his superiors uh, and, and they wanted to silence him and he wouldn't be silenced and. So anyways, we don't have a culture, generally speaking, of rewarding people for speaking out when they see something no. haywire in cybersecurity. It's more of a, oh, shit, don't tell anybody. Right. We don't want our customers to know. We don't want our vendors to know. We don't want our employees to know. We sure as hell don't want our boss to know if yeah. we did something wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, this point that you're making is huge, even though it's it can it can sound obvious. Yeah. I mean, you just brought to my mind, uh, uh, you know, Edward Snowden. <laughs> yeah. But I'm also thinking of like a little kid. Let's say a little kid uh, accidentally broke uh, dad's something, <laughs> some okay. tool he had in the garage, yeah, yeah. right? Well, he's scared to death to go tell dad. He's definitely not telling mom. He's going to hide it as long as possible. That's right. We're not going to tell him. We're going to take that tool and hide it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's almost innately, you know, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want, you know, that's I don't want it, the point. repercussions. Uh, but the reality is you tell dad, you're, he's definitely going to be, well, not definitely. He's probably going to be more lenient knowing that you, you know. Yeah, you, you came forward to, with right. it. That's and gen- if it's something yep. like, hey, I started a small fire in my room and I can't put it out. That's one of those kind of things. If you don't tell somebody immediately, that thing's going to spread. Now it's everybody's problem. Right. (laughs) And it's way worse than what it could have been if you had mitigated it. Yeah, I like that example even better. (laughs) (laughs) It's more more like the reality and the urgency of it. Definitely. And and that's that's real. A small fire can turn into a big one very quickly. And sometimes it can be stamped out quickly. Exactly. If you get, you know, take action immediately. Exactly. That's that's the step step one. All right. What's step Uh, two? Well, based on how how hard you got breached, uh, you know, once, once you talk to your ID department, uh, your MSP, or you know whoever's handling your net, uh, network security, to the extent of what data application, if you're a healthcare industry, uh, HIPAA requires you know you got to let the FBI know. You got yeah. there are there are government resources. It needs to be reported to the authorities. You have to report it, and if you don't, you're gonna face the fines. You're gonna face a lot harder uh, audits. You're gonna face like the full brunt of the law here, right? If you don't let them know, uh, and they don't have their f- fingers in the cookie jar. And this is that insult to injury that we talk about a lot of times. Exactly. You know, you've already been victim of crime. Now you're gonna get your ass whooped by the government on top of it. Yeah. Um, 
so don't mess that part up and make the ass whooping worse than it would have been. Exactly. <laughs> and just ignorance of, I didn't know I was supposed to do uh, that. That doesn't or, work. Yeah, no, not at all. That's, I didn't see the speed limit sign officer. Right. I don't care. And especially in these situations. And the more data, the longer you let it sit and the longer they're in your network environment and the more they're taken, uh, the more they're going to hit you with it. Right. The bigger the fine's going to be. All right. Or, uh, you know, <laughs> or loss of license, et cetera. Loss of, yeah, right. Yeah, you right. can't do business or anything. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, you, FBI, your attorney, talk to your attorney. Uh, that's another big that's, one. That's, yeah. Let's say you got breached. Uh, you know, you send an email with personal information on all of your clients to a, a list of a whole bunch of other people. Or maybe the breach that happened in your network actually affected all your customers. Yeah. Uh, you're required by law and, you know, check with your attorney. How, how should you proceed? Should you let all them, you know, you should probably let all them know. Um, sometimes you don't want to make like a, a public statement. Right. Because right. there needs to be an FBI investigation before you can make that statement. Right. Or what can you make in your statement? Well, and, and I, maybe you're saying this, but when you notify, if and you should notify your clients, customers, patients, whichever industry you're in, um, y- there is an art to that. Definitely. You've got to be careful how you do it. Yeah. So, yeah, get the attorney yeah. involved. Um, yeah, if your first instinct is, hey, we want to be as honest and truthful and forthcoming as possible, so now you email client X and say, hey, we got breached. Uh, here's all the know, details. Here's Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they got in through here, and here's your password. And now he blasts on Facebook right. your email. Now your attorney's got to do double work uh, because you didn't let him yeah. know and say, hey, you're not, you can't tell them this because now you've got a... a now we've got six things we got to do instead of just the one right. to clean the situation up. Um, so yeah, those are two big things. Let them know and let those guys know, and then the remediation happens. Um, Cybercrime—it's at an all-time high right now. Hackers are setting their sights on small, medium businesses who are low-hanging fruit. That's us. Don't be the next victim. Well, hold on, hold on, right there. That's not us. Low-hanging fruit. I'm going to clarify this. <laughs> the low-hanging fruit is small businesses who do not take precautions. True. Let me let me just put that little footnote on, on what you're saying there. Yeah. Um, and I'll come back to it. I've got a, I've got another point there, but it's, <laughs> it's for later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you know, we've got on our website, um, we've got free tools, free reports. Uh, we can sit down, uh, you know, Justin's going to talk about it, but you know, give us a call. Yeah. We'll give you a five, 10, 15 minute little, Hey, little checklist. How good are you? How, how, how clean is your system? How, how tight is everything? You know, maybe getting that, that router from, you know, Spectrum isn't enough for security. Yeah. Maybe everybody using the same password isn't safe, you know, uh, but you don't know what you don't know. Uh, we'll have the questions to ask and the things you can, you know, ask yourself, uh, you know, and ask your employees, ask, ask your, your company, is this, is, are these the standards that are going to get us in trouble or, you know, are, are we going to lose data? Are we going to lose our, our livelihoods, all of us? Uh, because you know we didn't we didn't care like that doctor that you talked yeah. to or yeah. you know I I just care about caring for patients that's all altruistic and good and stuff but <laughs> if you don't care about the security of their information then you don't really care about that patient that's right and I'm glad you came back to that you, you got to care about it all yeah. you can't just care about the small part right your your technical <laughs> skill it's right. it's more I love my kids that. but I I don't change their diapers or that feed kind of them. stuff yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> So, I only care about how fun they have at the playground. Yeah. Yeah, that'll get it. Yeah. You know, quick quick point on this discovery call that we always talk about where I'd, I'd say, and you just said it, you know, in 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, we can tell 
yeah. where you're at. And it's interesting as, you know, especially the more of these that I do, I just had one right before we recorded this. And in literally, it was 15 minutes because, oh, it, great guy. I mean, we had a good conversation um, and I enjoyed talking to him. But within the first probably five minutes, I knew that they were absolutely screwed from a security standpoint. Yeah. Um, like it just, it doesn't take much time. I can tell by mannerisms, by how they talk. Um, instantly, I know this guy is in desperate need. Now, you know, transferring that into getting somebody to take action, uh, we'll see. Yeah. I'm like, all yeah. right, next step is, is X, Y, Z. Well, I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's hope you get back to me before the bad guys do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of the, you know, that's the nature of small business. You know, you're just, you're just, you start at the bottom. You, hey, let's, how do we get my product to market? How do I make this happen? And now it's logistics and you're doing logistics, logistics, logistics. Eventually, you know, <laughs> it's time yeah. to pay the piper. You know, there are security elements and network security elements that are required and necessary to keep everything going so you can worry about logistics. Right. And that's kind of why we're here as an MSP. So you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And also because you physically cannot do everything yourself. Right. Yeah. It, we don't have the human capacity to be no, good at everything. Right. I'm and not, I'm not doing my own heart surgery. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. What else we got, Joe? Are we done with tips? I mean, is there other things they need to do? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Talk to your local IT, talk to, uh, you know, if you don't have local IT, get one, um, hire in house, get an MSP like us, uh, MSSP, Get somebody to take care of, at least take a look. Uh, give Justin a call at the very least. Uh, just kind of, you know, check your pulse, see where you're at. Then you can ask yourself, you know, what do I need to do? You don't, you don't need to, you know, empty the bank. Uh, no. A lot of this stuff is all just procedural. A lot of it's just, do we have documentation? You know, what's our policy here? If you've never thought of this kind of thing. It's really, it's really just kind of a change in behavior, a lot of it. Whole lot it, of it. it is. And, you know, it, if we're going to talk, something you said triggered a thought, so I'm going to go there. The, the cost, the yeah. investment, you know, of, of having good security measures in place, good technical uh, processes in place. This is something that a lot of businesses look at this as a cost. It's a, you open up the profit and loss statement and you find a line item and you're like, ah, how can we shrink this cost right. or that cost? Um, this is something that really technology when done right should be, uh, it should be leveraged. It should be something that is increasing your productivity, your output. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that almost never comes up is the emotional cost of shitty technology. Oh yeah. Because when you walk in and, uh, you know, just the other day we had a, a lawyer called, well, his, his assistant called up, he walks into the office, turns on his computer and it turns on, he can hear it spinning up or I guess they don't spin up anymore. I don't know, whatever, but he can hear it. Yeah, he's probably, <laughs> he can hear it turn on, but the monitor's down. Yeah. It, it, there's just no monitor. So, you know, attorney's bill at you know, three, four, five hundred dollars an hour yeah. on the low end. So every minute is costing. Yeah. And not only that, uh, he's probably pissed. And oh, now yeah. he's got to go interface with his clients that he should have been doing whatever with, but he's dealing with this problem. And I mean, there's just that emotional cost that can make you have a bad day for a long time. Oh, yeah. The guy I talked to a minute ago, uh, he was stewing over something that had happened over the weekend on his server <laughs> that, that his former IT company had screwed up. So, I mean, it's just there's this emotional cost as well as an actual tangible cost 
to not taking action and and having your technology work right. Yeah. So we you know we we focus so much about security. I just wanted to make that point. This is separate from security because it's insurance mostly. Yeah. But there's also a tangible benefit yeah. to this too. So. Well, speaking of dollar amounts, I want to jump into our headline. Our okay. Stupid headlines. Stupid here. headlines. Here we go. So speaking of being hacked, here's a couple of big ones. Uh, we'll go more into this next week, but Foxconn NA, uh, so the North American region of Foxconn, basically all of your iPhones, every Apple device basically has uh, Foxconn uh, hardware in there. They got hacked. Uh, ransomware, they're asking $34.7 million uh, for these oh, guys. Oh, man. Um, they encrypted 1,200 servers. These guys actually went in and started deleting uh, 10 gigabytes uh, uh, or t- uh, 20 to 30 terabytes of their backups. Oh. So the number one key to like, let's we we got ransomware. Well, at least we got backups. They even went after those guys. Oh, I mean, they're so, smarter than this. Yeah, backups. Yeah. What that yeah. was the answer ten years ago. Yeah, <clears throat> but thirty four and a half million plus. Um, yeah, nuts. And we'll go way into that next week. But, okay. Uh, the big one I want to talk about, not Foxconn, FireEye. This one has me terrified. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Oh, and it should. It, it kind of it, it freaks me out a little bit. So if you're not familiar with who FireEye is. They're the guys that deal with cybersecurity. We're talking states and governments and, yeah. well, you know, NIT or in you know, CIA, FBI, government officials, state of. Here's a here's the list of their uh, their uh, for profit. Yeah, their for profit clients. You know, just a small list: San Francisco, uh, CERN, USC, uh, the the stock exchange. Oh. You know. And those are the ones on the list. There's, there's, there's tons. I mean, there's a whole bunch on there. If you want to just, di- you know, dig into who FireEye is, they do. They are the IT guys. They're, they're the big leagues, right? Yeah. If we're, if we're, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, Frisco, uh, uh, the Rough Riders, and those guys are the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Right. Um, I would even say the New York Yankees. I'd go that far, <laughs> and I hate the Yankees. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> but I'm just saying, these are the guys. These are the guys that figure out the guts of the guts of the guts of how security works. Right. They know it inside and out. These guys got breached. Um, here's a couple quotes here. The threat actor who breached FireEye's defenses specifically targeted FireEye's assets with tactics designed to counter both forensic examination and security tools and detect malicious activities. These guys had hacker tools for hacker tools. Right. These guys got in there, uh, the best of the best, with the best backups, the best tiered levels of security, and these guys snuck in and they stole, guess, what did they steal from FireEye? They weren't after documentation. They stole their tools. They stole their oh, hacking right, tools. Oh, right, right, right. Um, well, and and the anti-hacking tools because now they can reverse engineer it. Now I'm I'm supposing that I don't know that. So that's the big that's the big thing going on. Why did they get it? You know, yeah. it, there's so many questions they haven't been able to release because they're. I mean, this is these are the top dogs. They're we're talking like the the heads of Microsoft, the heads of Cisco, all all the top vendors are are talking and discussing with with FireEye. How did this happen? What could possibly go on? Um, their official statement, this is definitely like top tier, world class uh, cybersecurity tools um, that snuck in. They sniped their tools and got out. Um, it's a state actor. Yeah. So world class state actor. There's three world class state actors right now, and that's the U.S., Russia, and China. Yep. New York Times, they say people that know say it's going to be Russia. Um Inside threads of Black Hat, uh, they're saying it's possibly internal U.S. Oh, Uh, really? Yeah. There are even some sub-threads talking about it's uh, potentially... um, uh, Did we talk about Vault 7? No. Vault 7 was two or three years ago, 
uh, I want to say it was 2016, uh, CIA informant ta uh, talked to WikiLeaks about all the CIA tools that were illegally like uh, talking to U.S. Uh, people and like stealing their data and right. going through and illegally stealing all that stuff, right? Um, and he said, look, the CIA is doing a lot of nefarious craps, guys. Uh, we need to call them out on this and put a stop to it. And nobody blinked an eye. So then he released all of the CIA hacking tools uh, for free, open source, like come and get it. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of people saying that these are modifications of those. Oh. Um, but for sure, these are up to date, the world class, the best there is that could possibly be in existence. And they were all targets specifically at FireEye. They're specific systems. They knew everything internal. They got in, they snuck, they stole the tools, and they got out. Yeah. The other things of why, why, like you had mentioned earlier, uh, you know, obviously is uh, for resale. You can sell those tools on the on the dark market or black, you know dark web uh, and get your money as a service. Um, yeah. You know, hacking mm -hmm. as yep. a service is yep. a big thing right now. The other big one that they suspect is this is a nation state, and they want to know. Um, you know, what is your mitigation? How, because these are the best of the best and, and they're going, you know, they do let's, you know, <laughs> high end government employees, uh, they do their security, uh, you know, FBI's infrastructure. If they know what your mitigation techniques are, it's they've got your playbook. Yeah. They've, yeah. They basically have a cop master copy of your key to the house. Yeah. Um, they know exactly what you're going to do if they breach, break in and what you're, you know, if they know you got the locks on the doors here, here, and here, then they come in through the wall over there. Right. That's how they do it. So that's one of the others, you know, long, you know, big idea of why they did it. Um, but yeah, this is gigantic, huge. Uh, you know, these are the guys that were, these are the guys that help the guys that help the guys that help the guys uh, <laughs> get unhacked. Right. You know, these guys make the rules. They know, they know security. They know networking more than anybody else in the world, and they just got popped. Well, and so here's the, the natural thought progression, and I say natural, at least it's where my brain goes, uh, and, I, and I hear it from other people as well, but if FireEye can yeah. get hacked, yeah. what hope do the rest of us no, have? No, exactly, exactly. Well, so I'm going to tell you, I'm going to answer that question, because this type of headline feeds into the problem we face selling cybersecurity. Yeah. It's, well, if they can get hacked, then it doesn't matter what we do. Right. We, we're like, we don't have any hope. So yeah. why try? So why spend money? So why bother? Because clearly you cannot prevent a hack. <laughs> All right. So that, I mean, it's a valid question. Yeah. And I've been asked that question. And so one thing I'm going to point out is that the cyber criminals go after two main groups of people. On. Okay. One is great big organizations like this that have a huge target on their back. Yeah. And and these are highly sophisticated, like you said. They're highly targeted. They're studied. They're researched. Like, this has probably been in the works for years. Yeah. So there's – the huge targets are one group of people that get breached. Yeah. And and I'll, I'll, I'll agree. Like, what could they have done? To, I'm sure there's something they could have done, but it's all hindsight. I cannot wait to see. This is going to be the greatest uh, I'd love to have white it. page after, after this yeah. is done. I would I love to either. have it be that they just did something really stupid. Yeah. Because that'll make me feel better. <laughs> like, okay, let's just not do stupid well, things. Well, don't hold your breath. I don't think that no, was that, the case. No, <laughs> agreed. Agreed. And so, but what I'm going to say, the other group of people that get hit are the ones 
who take this mentality of, you know, this is the true low-hanging fruit. Is it, yeah, I was going to say, is this the low-hanging fruit you're referencing? Yeah, yeah. that's kind of, I yeah. kind of referenced it earlier. It's we're, we're going to take some measures, but it's really not that important to us. Um, you know, I've got antivirus on my computer. That's enough. Or I'm not big enough. Nobody cares. Or, well, if the big guys get hit, then I can't prevent it. So why try? Right. Those are the other group of people that get targeted and breached on a very regular basis. Yeah. So is there hope? Yes, there is. Don't be a great big target. And also don't fall into this group of low-hanging fruit. <laughs> so just just don't be as big of a company. I thought of a funny <laughs> analogy here. So you've got the Ocean Eleven, the, yep, yep. the you know the cat burglars that go and get the Fabergé egg or you know the Queen's diamonds. Yeah. And then you got the burglar that just robbed, you know, <laughs> knocked over the Seven Eleven or went down that highway, you know, just went down a road and broke into all the unlocked cars <laughs> down the road. Yeah. No, I mean you know? that's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> they did break into the cars that were locked. They didn't go into the houses that were. You know, had their lights on. Right, right. You know, they went for the low-hanging fruit. They went for the ones that they knew that. <laughs> they either know that there is a huge prize or it's easy to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So don't be easy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, be a be a, be one of the big players if sure. you can, by all means. Absolutely. God bless. But, you know, for the rest of us, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the peasants out there like me and you, Joe, uh, it, it's just a matter of taking taking appropriate measures. Yeah. It, it really is still the answer. Yeah. And it's so fundamental. And so like, it's, it's not as complex as everybody makes it out to be. Right. You know, you've, there's a bunch of stuff involved, you know, on the, on, but as a high end, there's really, it's just procedure. It's, you know, do you have this? Do you have that? Do you have that? Right. <laughs> Did you lock your car? You got the lights on. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. Yeah. It's, I'm not going to say it's easy, but it's, it's simple. It's, it's the, way the answer yeah. is not complicated in that. It can be done. Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right. Anything else on Fire Eye? Uh, that's all to be continued, though. This is going to be a yeah, huge, we'll be, probably multi-year kind of thing. We'll be watching this for yeah, sure. Super excited about it. All yeah, right. Well, Joe, do we ways. have a, a teaser, a stupid teaser yeah. of other stupid things people may or may not do? Well, next week, dun, 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 we want to learn the three essential rules for all cloud applications. Cloud. What an awesome word. Oh, yeah, that word that means... <laughs> Jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, so this is actually... I'm, I'm going to... I don't usually get into our teasers, but one of the things... I don't hear it so much anymore, but earlier on trying to sell security, yeah. that was always the answer. Oh, we're safe. We've moved to the cloud. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, dummy. Yeah. That's not really going to help you at all. In fact, that makes your problems worse, not better when it comes to security. So that, my friends, is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Do not think that moving to the cloud is the answer to your security problems. <laughs> Taken from someone that just did a bunch of, uh, let's see, we did HIPAA, PCI. I did so many compliance reports today. Uh, cloud security is probably the biggest uh, red flag in most of these cases. Just a heads up. We'll talk more we'll about that next it. week. Yeah. We'll get into it. But that's an important one. So, yeah. All right, man. That's all I've got. Uh, in, any final thoughts before we uh, try a ye again to get people on the phone? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't get hacked. Uh, you don't know. get hacked, yes. Talk Step one, team. don't get hacked. Right. Step two, talk kiss to your ass goodbye. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You don't have to kiss your ass goodbye if you talk to the right people. Talk to the right people, they'll, you know, they'll get yeah, you sorted. Yeah. I mean, it's a bad situation, but bad situations happen all the time. Well, so really, if you're doing the right things up front, you have the right policies and procedures in place, and you get breached, there's hope. Yeah. 
If you haven't taken the precautions, you don't have the procedures in place, and you get breached, kiss your ass goodbye. <laughs> Those are the companies that do not come back. It is game over. Yuck. So guys, don't go to game over. Just jump on the website, mastercomputing.com slash discovery. 10 minutes, I, I swear to you, in 10 minutes I can tell you uh, whether you should be sleeping at night or whether you should be like terrified and running around like your hair is on fire. And don't be don't be like Justin where something might be hurting you, but I don't want to go to the doctor until it's too too bad. <laughs> Just talk to, you know, talk to a doctor. Five minutes, ten minutes. All right, listen, wise ass. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Uh, and, and I think we all have those no, absolutely. those things that we hesitate. We we it just it's not important enough. Yeah. Um, man, do not wait until your car has been broken into to put a security system on it. Yeah. Don't wait until your house burns down to buy a fire alarm. You yeah. know, we've talked about that kind of stuff before. So mastercomputing.com slash discovery. Joe, that's all I've got. Final thoughts, final words, sign off, however you want to handle it. Uh, see you. All right, guys. Take care. Take care.